It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, all you kinky little caniacs. <laughs> I am Jared Ellis. <laughs> and I am Walker Barrow. And I'm glad I'm back on this show. <laughs> I guess I feel like it's been forever since I've been up here. <laughs> Yep, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes, and you can find the, uh, myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And you can find me on Twitter at Barrow Walker, that's Arrow with a B. <laughs> and we do apologize yesterday for not having an upload. We had, um, some scheduling conflicts with work, yes. but we're gonna make it up to you today uh, with two uploads. You are mm. listening to part one of today's uh, upload. Yeah, <laughs> a twofer um, for today. Two so, for. on this one, we will be discussing uh, the case for Rod Brindamore to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, I can't believe we still have to do that. The Hockey Hall of Fame will be announcing. The, this year's inductees later on today. Um, we'll also be discussing um, any other past hurricanes or maybe even current hurricanes that could potentially find their way up in Toronto. Yep. As well as our top five favorite hurricanes of all time. Hmm. Okay. So, we don't have any title sponsors today, Walker. So let's get right on into all that. All right. Um, uh, so Rod Brindamore in the Hockey Hall of Fame. He yes. has been snubbed now for, I believe, eight years of eligibility. Yeah. Um, I believe it is. Um, let me run down his accolades real quick. I tweeted that out yesterday. Yeah, because um, he's, he's got some serious he's got numbers. A lot. And it is important to note that it is Hockey Hall of Fame. It is not NHL Hall of Fame or anything like that. It's hockey. Hockey. The Hockey um, so Hall of Fame. I didn't just include uh, what he did in the NHL either. I included mm-hmm. um, some of his uh, stuff outside of there. Yes. Um, so going down this, uh, he had 1,484 games played in the NHL. Mm-hmm. In the NHL, he also had 1,184 career points. Oof. In the uh, 1988 and 89 season, uh, he was named to the All-CCHA rookie team when he was part of the Michigan State uh, University uh, men's hockey team. Mm-hmm. In 1989-1990 season, uh, he was named to the NHL All-Rookie Team as a member of the St. Louis Blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a 1992 All-Star um, with the Flyers um, on the yes. Wales Conference at the time. Um, that was before the Eastern and Western Conference. Um, he was he won a gold medal at the 1994 Men's Ice Hockey World Championship as a member of Team Canada. Yep. Um, he won the Selkie Trophy in back-to-back seasons in 05-06. 06-07. Um, he 
obviously won the Stanley Cup in the 2005-2006 season yeah. and also made uh, two other appearances, one uh, with the Flyers in the 96-97 season mm-hmm. and one other one with the Hurricanes in the 01-02 season, I believe. Yes. He is also a member of the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame and the Philadelphia Flyers Hall of Fame. Uh, Does that sound like a resume that of someone who shouldn't be in the hockey hall of fame no i mean i i can't believe that he's still being snubbed the way that he is i mean you get a rap sheet like that i mean come on why why is it still up for debate just look at all his accolades i mean come on dude also that's not including um that's just accolades that's not including the fact that he was one of the best um defensive forwards of his generation. Yeah. Um, well, defensive centers, uh, I should say as well, because mm-hmm. that was obviously the position he played. But he was an amazing pro- player. Yeah. Like, All around. I mean, he made so many great plays. He was able to he was able to back up his, his talk. You know, he got out of there. He skated. Huge body. I mean, he's like a brick wall in his prime. I mean, we look at pictures from when he was – with the Flyers, you know, when he was young, when he was with us, I mean, he was jacked. He yeah. was able to get out there and be a force, you know, both defensively and offensively, which is something that you look for in a hockey player, you know. Yeah. Um, when he was with Philly, he definitely had his better offensive years. Yeah. Um, he was definitely one of the Ironmen for them. Yes. Back in the day. Um, obviously helped guide them to a Stanley Cup appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was one of their Ironmen uh, for, I believe, eight eight or nine seasons. He was there in Philly. I believe it was eight um, before they traded him down here. Yeah. Um, and he definitely didn't have the numbers that he did offensively when he came down here. Mm-hmm. But he was – I mean, he still had good offensive numbers, yeah. obviously. Of course. Um, but he was such a presence on the ice that – Sometimes I feel gets overlooked. He did. Um, and obviously, I mean, it's been been overlooked by the Hall of Fame for you know, eight years now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it won't be nine. But yeah, we'll find but, that out later on today. Yeah, uh, I asked in the um, NHL hosts um, group chat that we have, and someone mentioned like. Uh, they pulled up, you know, his game total and point totals, like, plus, obviously, Stanley Cup and the Selkie one. Those are the big things they're like, uh, with someone with all that, it's kind of hard for them to keep getting ignored. Yeah. I um, mean, you got people that are in the Hockey Hall of Fame with less. With, yeah, with much, much less. You have I mean, people that... in the conversation um, this year uh, with much less than Rod. Yeah. Um it's insane. Uh, I'll see people saying like, "Oh yeah, you know he's really good. He's really good." Yeah, you know, but he's like a step below, you know, some of these other guys. It's just like, like what? Uh, no. What? What? <laughs> what makes you think he's a step below the other guys? I yeah, mean, I'm just. Well, yeah, there of course are, you know, better hockey players out there. Oh yeah. Um, you know, Brett Hull, you know, is probably a better hockey player than Rod Brindamore. Yeah. Um, Wayne Gretzky is probably a better pl- hockey player than Rod Brendamore. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, of course, are get- 
better guys out there, mm-hmm. but we're talking about the guys that are eligible right now, and Rod Brendamore is one of the best eligible right now. Yeah, he's one of the most superior. I mean, he is. Flat out. Yeah. So. He, yeah, definitely insane. And obviously one thing I did uh, mention there is uh, his number is retired by the Hurricanes. I yeah. That's not necessarily something that's looked at on in as high regard as some of those other things on his list. Right. Um, but that definitely says something about what he did with the Hurricanes organization. Yeah. Because um, no one else can wear that number 17. Yeah. And that's, I kind of see that on the same level as that Flyers Hall of Fame. You know, the Hurricanes don't have, you know, yeah. Hurricanes Hall of Fame or anything. Right. But I kind of see that as the same way, you know, that organization honoring what he did with them. Yeah. Um, but it's just crazy. Hopefully, um, in next couple of days, whether it be with, uh, Malcolm Hayes this weekend or, you know, just us mm-hmm. sitting back and forth, we'll be talking about why, you know, it took him so long to get in rather than why is he continuing to get snubbed year after year. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully yes. that'll be the conversation we're having. Um, and, and, and frankly, just enjoying the fact that he's finally finding his place up in Toronto. Yeah, absolutely, because he definitely deserves a spot up the there. Case. Yeah. Um, here later on in the week, hopefully. Um, but this is it's that time of the year where obviously, you know, just talking that 24-7. Yeah, yeah. It's been the case for the past eight years of, like, this guy needs to be there. Yeah, but yeah, they keep the powers that be keep overlooking him, and mm-hmm. it's definitely uh, upsetting. Yeah. I saw someone say that uh, hockey hall of fame hates small market teams. Yeah, and I I can totally see that. Like I totally feel like there's that type of bias there. You know, I could definitely see that there. Um, with it being um, just hockey and not. Um, an NHL Hall of Fame. I feel if it was strictly an NHL Hall of Fame, he would already be in. Yeah. Um, but with it being hockey in not obviously affiliated with the NHL, but yeah. not affiliated with it. Right, the right. NHL, it, it is its own thing. Um, so maybe it is that traditionalist mentality there. Right. Um, of why they're not putting him in, even though he's from Ottawa. He spent years and years with the Flyers, um, who were uh, not an original six team, but have been around for, for a while. For a long time. And it's yeah. in more of a traditional type market mm-hmm. than um, North Carolina. Yeah, this, this is true. Maybe that, I mean, I'm sure they said it as a joke, but maybe that is. A little bit of the case there, a little bit of traditionalist I, mentality. Up yeah, there. no, I feel c- that could be part of it. I totally feel like it could be a part of it because you know a lot of people, fans and staff on other NHL teams look at Carolina and they're just like, "What is this podunk team from the South?" You know, we're mm-hmm. put on the lower end of the spectrum when it comes to the NHL, and people just shit on us for it because we're not 
your traditional market you know we're not a, a state that gets snow regularly i don't know if that makes any difference or just the fact that we're just from the south so yeah i could definitely see that being yeah. a traditional market and then the fact that our organization doesn't necessarily have the prestige as some other non-traditional right. markets yeah. Um, maybe that could be part of it. It's like, oh, the Hurricanes crap organization. They never win anything. Um, even though Rod Brindamore has that picture of him hoisting the Stanley Cup exactly. in a Hurricanes uniform. Exactly. But I don't know. Maybe that also has something to do with it. It's For a long time, it was a franchise that no one really thought about, with the exception yeah. of you know the people who live here. Mm-hmm. Or, well, not necessarily even live here because there's people who live here that don't even know about it. yeah but it's just because they have that long tradition of not necessarily being the right. best team yeah if it was a decade of being consistently good then yeah people i feel there'd be even more people calling for him to be in there yeah but that could also be something that the organization doesn't necessarily have the prestige as other right, uh, right. traditional markets. Yeah. Like capitals. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk shit about them all the time, you know, just because of how they can be. But they do have a tradition of being consistently good. Well, yes, yeah. they did choke in the playoffs for a very long time there. They've been consistently good. Yeah. You know, for years and years. Their trend has. They're rate has trended upwards as yeah, opposed to Carolina being up and down. And it's kind of kept them in the public eye. Yeah. Whereas the Hurricanes weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, that could probably potentially have hurt them as well. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Because yeah. it's just like, oh, he's on this crap team. Yeah. Yeah, kind of deal. Because every year it's it seems like people are just like okay are the hurricanes going to be good or are they going to be bad this year because that's what people have gotten used to it's like it's one or the other they have they either have a really good season or a really bad season that's yeah what and it was um, for a long time it was like the hurricanes would start out hot and yeah. then they'd fizzle out shit the bed um, pretty much mm-hmm. and then they'd be like oh that's hurricanes hockey yeah right. Um, and then, obviously, now with Rod taking over as head coach, that's changed. Quite a bit. Um, man, not, we're obviously you know, talking about him getting inducted as a player. As a coach, that would be completely different. That's many, many years off um, if, that, if that were ever to happen. But on his uh, current trajectory, he may be a two-time Hall of Famer. Yeah, which, would, which definitely suits Rod. I totally think he deserves both of those. So, yeah, I mean, I do believe he will find his way in there one day. Oh yeah, and as a coach, as a coach, definitely. I mean, first season as head coach in Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, but whatever. Um, but man, we have been talking about Rod for a while. <laughs> uh, talking about a heated topic for us uh, yeah. down here in the Hurricanes. Man, after that, I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of fucking hungry. Oh, yeah? Well, it is about um, time for breakfast. And for that, I'm going to get a Built Bar. Ooh. Because Built Bars are the uh, protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They don't have that weird protein bar aftertaste and texture. And, uh, you know the ones that you've had that don't taste good, Walker. 
um, exactly. Coke bars, they taste great and they have flyer, or flavors for everyone. Um, if you like coconut, okay, there's like five different coconut flavors. If you don't like coconut, there is like million flavors <laughs> without coconut. Um, so go on over to www.builtbar.com and use promo code Locked on. That's all caps, no space, and you'll get ten dollars off your first order with promo code Locked on. That's all caps, no space for ten dollars off your first order of built bars. Yep. So go get them. Right. Now, just quick thoughts here. Um, are there any other Hurricanes players, past or present, that you could see potentially getting up? Uh, they're into the Hall of Fame. Uh, definitely. Me, there's a few. Justin Williams. Um, mm-hmm. Of course. I can see him maybe getting up there. Eric Stahl is one that I yep. can kind of see on the fringe mm-hmm. um, of getting up there. Those are the two main ones. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I'd like to see Cam Ward get up there in the Hall of Fame, I don't know if I'll see if he'll get up in there. Um but those are two main players um, that I could really see getting I, up there. Yeah. Um, now, as far as, well, obviously, Justin Williams is a current member of the mm-hmm. Hurricanes. Um, but as far as, like, their younger guys, um, that's definitely a little bit tougher because you yeah. never know what could happen. Um, right. I mean, a lot. we still have a lot that are really fresh. You know, we talked about before just how young of a team we are just all around it's like average age like 25 yeah our age so i mean it's just it's insane to know that because i mean these these guys still have another 10 years potentially in the nhl 10 15 years yeah so i mean that's just insane well it's funny you said our age and they're making millions of dollars and we're sitting in front of microphones yeah. in our bedrooms. In, in our bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we both um, work retail and grocery. <laughs> yeah, man, maybe not for much longer. Um, but that's a whole different kind of worms. That's um, right. <laughs> so I do want to get your thoughts on one thing. Um, okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> that, it's not Hurricanes related, but it's too good for me not to share with you guys. Oh, boy. Um, there's the KFC radio show. Uh, or podcast on um, <laughs> Barstool Sports. Um, yes. So there's this um, story. Okay. I, just, I gotta share it with you. Um, it was part of their "Am I the Asshole" segment. Um, right. And this lady uh, sent in. My boyfriend threw up hot sauce on our bed after chugging <laughs> oh, a bottle, one. and now he's too ashamed to make love again. <laughs> I'll read you the entire thing. Oh, God. I have been with my boyfriend for two years. A few weeks ago, we talked about spicing things up in the bedroom. My boyfriend likes to do weird jokes sometimes, when I, which I usually love. This time, though, he did walk, what he did was walk into the bedroom naked with a bottle of secret aardvark hot sauce without the lid. He says, I'm ready to spice things up, and winked at me. I was like, what are you doing? And he said something like, it's about to get hot in here, and winked again. 
Then he started chugging the hot sauce. I was astonished by this. Is it normal for a boyfriend to chug hot sauce before making love with his girlfriend? I started yelling, what are you doing? <laughs> I could tell right away he knew he had made a mistake, but he kept chugging for a few seconds before coughing, dropping the bottle, and stumbling into the bed. <laughs> he made a gurgling sound, oh. then a noise like a demented hyena. <laughs> Tears were streaming down his face, which was bright red. He vomited all of the hot sauce all over the bed and blanked. I was stunned. I tried to comfort him even though I was so confused as to why he had done this. But he just tumbled off the bed and crawled into the bathroom. He yelled, Don't come in here! <laughs> Several times. I heard the shower turn on and him throw up several more times. Mm. I googled and found milk can help. So I opened the door to a crack and slid a milk carton in there. He slept in the bathroom when and when I knocked in the morning he told me he needed time. <laughs> he didn't come out of the bathroom until 1pm and acted like nothing happened. When I tried to talk about it, he was just like, let's just forget it. So I tried to. But ever since, he has refused to make love and has made no sexual moves towards me at all. It's been weeks. When I bring it up and ask why he never wants to become sexual, he says he just forgot about doing sex and that we can get to it later. <laughs> get to it I ask him if it's about the hot sauce and he clams up and mumbles something about never happened and walks away <laughs> I tried to tell him I don't care about the incident but he won't talk about it at all what can I do uh, to get my boyfriend to stop feeling shame about throwing up his hot sauce and allow him to become sexual again Oh boy. What a fucking journey <laughs> that story is. It's just a roller coaster of emotions. I respect him for doing the pun. Oh yeah, that's totally something some shit <laughs> I would do. <laughs> uh, Cheyenne could totally attest to. Oh, I'm sure. That's something I would do. Oh, I'm sure. I would do something dumb like that. Mm -hmm. Hell, I would do it. If it's just me and you hanging out to be stupid, like, hey, Walker, you want to see me chug this bottle of hot sauce? <laughs> and you'd be like, yes. You won't. And be like, fuck yeah, I will. And I'd do it. And then I'd immediately regret my decision. Yep. And then I'd be sitting over there like, I told you. I done told you you wanted me to be And doing then that. I'd go throw up in the bathroom, sleep in there till <laughs> 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You'd slide me in some lactose-free milk. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'd be an asshole and just uh, slide I, in regular milk. Let's I'd poke the bear. Here's some whole milk. <laughs> and then, like, 20 minutes later, I'd be like, oh no. And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yep, that's, that's exactly what would happen. That's exactly what would happen, buddy. I agree with what they said on their episode. She needs to do it now to make it even. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel like uh, it's 
it really damaged his pride. Like that's what it is. Yes, yes, it's, it's a pride thing. It doesn't. It's not that he yeah. doesn't find her attractive or anything. It's like his pride was damaged. He's. Like, I. I don't know how I can ever recover from this. Yeah, I'm never gonna financially recover from this. <laughs> You're pretty much. You're an idiot for that, but <laughs> yeah, oh, you're know. an idiot for that reference. Um, Thank you. Thank I didn't you. hear I'll, it. At I'll first. be here all week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she's got to do it. Oh, oh, yep, yep, yep. Oh man, uh, what a story. <laughs> okay. <right> um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Walker. Um, well, with that, I think that's uh, uh, a pretty de- a yeah. great story out of the way. Um, we do want to remind you guys that here on the Locked On Podcast Network, we stand against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your donation along with us, please visit www.lockedonpodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. Walker and I both agreed to donate all of our June earnings from the show to this movement um, to create a better world. Where everyone is created equal, or created yes, or treated equal, excuse me. Yes, exactly. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Um, now we'll get on into our last segment of the day, our top five favorite hurricanes of all time. Um, yes. This isn't necessarily the uh, best hurricanes of all time, but it is not mm-hmm. that um, by any means. It is just our five favorite players that have played for the hurricanes over the years. Yes. Um, let me gather my thoughts real quick. Uh, I'll let you uh, kick it off there. Okay. So <clears throat> mine are not going to be in, uh, in any order, okay. um, no particular so order. My, for yeah, no, no particular order for me. Uh, I will come out and say uh, Tuomo Rutu, definitely one of mm-hmm. my favorite players. I enjoyed watching him play. Plus, we share a pretty close birthday, so I like him. He's a finished player. The Hurricanes just seem to like finish finished players. That seems to be where we get our our feel from. So. But Rutu is one of my favorites. <clears throat> um, Glenn Wesley is another one. Um, Cam Ward, Brenda Moore, and Kevin Weeks. That's my that's my five. That's very nice. That's my five. I will um, preface it mine by saying uh, mine are in no particular order as well. But I will say favorite hurricane of all time is cam ward yes i know that's the same for you obviously that he's the guy who got us both into hockey that's right um 
So I will say Cam Ward is favorite hurricane of all time. Actually, I'll do mine in order. Um, then I'd say uh, Justin Williams, mm-hmm. uh, number two. Number okay. three, Rod Brandamore. Yes. Um, number four, uh, Marty. Okay. Um, and number five, uh, Brandon Sutter. Okay. Okay. Um, because, yeah, I, I really enjoyed watching Brandon Sutter back in the day. He obviously wasn't necessarily best Hurricanes player of all time. Right. But just getting that kind of era of the Hurricanes, he was just like a player that I just yeah. kind of latched yeah. on to. Like, that's my guy. Yes. Um, and then obviously, we traded him to Pittsburgh for Jordan mm-hmm. Stahl, and now he's yep. over, over in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why he's on my list. I did yeah. feel like kind of needed to uh, justify that one a little bit. <laughs> I said I know he wasn't necessarily the greatest player for the Hurricanes. I I know that he was just. I mean, at the he, time, a, I just kind of lashed onto him. Yeah, I mean, he's a, a great player to watch. I mean, I enjoyed watching him play too. Yeah, I, so I still like watching him play. You know, I still like watching him. Yeah. Um. So, so with that Walker, that mm-hmm. does it for um. Episode one for today. Yes, that is exactly right. Um, excuse me. <laughs> I thought I had to burp. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, uh, that does it for this one. Um, on the next episode, uh, we will um, be discussing uh, PNC Arena renovations ideas, um, yes. as well as um, an edition of Sweaty Gamers Unite. Ooh, okay. Um, and then if by the time uh, we hit record on that one, um, we will uh, know if Rod Burnmore will be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. I haven't gotten any notifications yet, so I'm assuming they haven't said anything. Right, right. Um, but with that out of the way, um, that concludes today's edition of Locked On Hurricanes. Um, now go tell your smart devices to go play the latest edition of Locked on NHL, the podcast network's um, national NHL news show where they will be discussing all things NHL uh, and, frankly, hockey-related because, you know, once uh, the Hall of Fame inductees come out, they'll be discussing that. Exactly. Um, As will we. Whether it's in a good light or a bad light, we will uh, see later on. Yes. And we will bid you guys adieu. Goodbye. Have a Have a good one, guys. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.